once you step into this place, you're talking serious, cheapo value for money. That's like the classic Megadeth Dave Mustaine guitar. Here's a cheaper question. If I wanted to spend up to, sounds like Steve Vai or something in the background. Yeah. 30,000. 20 would be good. I don't know what that is. That's unusual. It has made my cheapo day many a time. Welcome to Tokyo Cheapo Podcast. Think Tokyo's expensive? Well, think again. All the best tips for visiting and living in Tokyo on a pittance. Cheap sushi, cheap sausages, cheap dates, cheap dogs, cheap hotels, cheap holidays, cheap sumo, cheap salads, cheap bikes, cheap booze, cheap chicken. Hello ladies, gentlemen and cheapos. For this is the Tokyo Cheapo Podcast. I'm Chris Kirkland, joined by Greg Lane. The infamous cheaper. Yes, indeed. For I am the notorious, notorious cheaper. We're coming from a very special location today. Isn't that right? It's not very special. It's Starbucks. We always go to Starbucks. <laughs> but the country within which the Starbucks is located. Yes, it's a bit different. It's a bit different from usual. We're actually in Hong Kong. Yep, and Tsimcha uh, Sui. I think oh, I said it wrong again. Well, never mind. We'll tell you why we're in Hong Kong a little bit later. But today we have a uh, wonderful episode. It's going to be a musical episode. Me and TJ Eckelberg, my musical <laughs> guru, went around Ocheno Misu and did some bargain hunting, secondhand musical gear bargain hunting. I'm looking forward to that. So let's uh, start by revealing why we're in Hong Kong. This is a little bit of exciting cheapo news. So cue some sort of fanfare drum roll or something. Yes, course, uh, uh, we're in Hong Kong to uh, incorporate Tokyo Cheapo as a mega corporation. Indeed, we are taking over the world. And uh, of course, we'll be doing Hong Kong Cheapo, Singapore Cheapo, uh, Brisbane Cheapo, Mars Cheapo, and uh, Plymouth Cheapo. Yep. So uh, look out for the city near you. Well, well, presumably you're in Tokyo, so we've already got Tokyo. Yeah. But those our listeners who are not in Tokyo, <laughs> be warned. We'll soon be stamping through your village and uh, telling you how to save money. And so, actually, if you want to tell us how to save money in your town, um, yeah, please get in touch. Indeed. Um, it would be very handy. And, of course, you might be wondering why we incorporated into Hong Kong. Well, obviously, because it's cheap. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, a bit of Starbucks noise in the background there. Uh, let's do the, uh, uh, the feedback. feedback. Yep. Okay, so we have, um, we have some feedback from the last uh, episode of the podcast. And it's, it's, not, it's not about the, the terrible sound quality, which we, we, we <laughs> tend to get a bit. Uh, this one is from uh, Giles Poitras. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, it's, there's two L's in the Giles, so uh, sorry if I didn't. Please correct us. Um, and his feedback is from the last episode about the, uh, the Boruichi market. So we mentioned uh, something about Amazake, which is the, the sweet drink that we had, and also um, the Fat Buddha. So he gave us some very good feedback about that. So I'll just read it straight from the, uh, the feedback. So Amazake is actually partly fermented as in the early stages of sake fermentation. Uh, it is at the stage where starch has been converted to sugar, but the sugar is yet to be converted to alcohol. So there you go. 
learn something new. And um, in terms of the Fat Buddha, um, apparently the Fat Buddha is probably a 10th century Chinese uh, monk known as Hote, who was uh, considered to be an incarnation of Buddha. Indeed. So um, it's very educational. And actually, we just spied one of those Buddhas we did. We did. Uh, yep. when we were wandering around uh, Kowloon earlier on today. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Giles, yep. for that pearl of wisdom and correcting our ignorance. So what else have we got? Uh, we've had some lovely uh, mentions recently. Nicole Miyahara on Twitter said, uh, could really have used you for my last trip to Tokyo. Awesome vlogs. So um, hopefully, Nicole, next time, you will be all clued up. Yep. And um, yeah, I think we should do a special shout out to our friends Tokyo Desk. Oh, Tokyo Desk, yes. Who uh, you may have noticed we've uh, tweeted a few of their stories recently. We're good friends with them and uh, they're a funny bunch. So um, do check out tokyodesk.com for some uh, Tokyo-centric amusement. Mm -hmm. Shall surely tickle your humor glands. Yes. All right, on to the cheapo eats. So, what is the cheapo eat for this week? Um, it might be a, I mean, might be a slightly unpopular choice. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, um, depends on the reason why we're choosing it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's Denny's. So, uh, you know, Den Denny's is hardly a, a, a secret to anyone who's in Tokyo. But uh, and it's not exactly. It's, I guess it's cheap. Oh, it's, it's cheap. I'd say it qualifies in the, in the cheap cheap steaks. But uh, Melissa uh, did a piece this week about about uh, Denny's and was explaining exactly why it should be considered a cheapo destination. And um, it basically boils down to 180 yen for bottomless coffee and free internet. internet. So um, Denny's is actually owned by the people behind 7-Eleven. So they have a they have a system called Seven Spot, which covers the 7-Elevens and, and Denny's and other things they own. And so it's, it's free internet, no, no no strings attached. So that's a free office for a whole day for yep. 180 yen. Yep. With and coffee. I, with coffee. And it has other benefits. But yeah, read, read the article from Melissa and you'll find out. Free water, presumably. Yep. And, Napkins. And, and 270 locations Wow. throughout uh, Kanto. Splendid. Okay, let's uh, poodle over to the Cheapo events section. Poodle, 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 poodle. poodle. What's coming up? Oh, okay, events. Yes, Setsubun. So on February, on February the 3rd, Monday, February the 3rd, we have uh, the Setsubun Festival, which is usually celebrated in, in people's houses. So, uh, you know, you throw beans at the, the devil. And uh, actually, no, you throw beans at the father dressed as the devil, yeah, right? Yeah, that usually wears one of those devil masks. Yeah. So we probably yeah. notice around now there's a lot of devil masks for sale yeah. in convenience stores and whatever. Yeah, so you traditionally shout, um, what is it? Oniwasoto. Oniwasoto Fukuuchi. Uchi, yeah. Yeah, so um, devil out, luck in. So uh, in conjunction with it, there's actually a few events on it at temples um, around the place. So one of the bigger ones is at uh, Shiba. Shiba? What's the name of the... the... Shoji. Sojoji Temple. Sojoji is it? Oh, oh Jojo, Sojoji. Sojoji. And uh, I think there's also another one at um, uh, Ike... Oh, what's the name of it? The one in, um, in south, southern Tokyo. Ikegami. Ikegami Honmonji, that's it? Yeah. Ikegami Honmonji, there's a big one down there. Um, so, at those particular ones, they have uh, celebrities, and apparently the, the rule is they have to be born in the year of the horse, which is um, 
uh, this year. So, so throwing some beans at celebrities. Well, no, no, the, the celebrities throw beans at you. Oh. <laughs> That's no good. No, yeah, well, I guess you get to eat beans if you're, you know, if you're hungry. Eat some soybeans. And probably, uh, probably plenty of sake as well. I've got a little anecdote. I wore the mask and my girlfriend threw the beans at me and I okay. left the house. Uh-huh. And the next day, I broke my collarbone in a snowboarding stunt accident. Right. So, um, so you did it wrong. I obviously did something wrong. Yeah. So I don't know what the moral of the story is. Um, but if I were you, I'd go to uh, one of those temples and throw the beans at the celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't let your girlfriend throw beans at you. That's, <laughs> that's a bad idea. So check out tokyochiba.com slash events to see about the sets of them. What else have we got coming uh, up? We've got one other one which is quite a cool one. Um, it's uh, Japan Media Arts Festival that starts on February the 5th, Wednesday, and that runs for about two weeks. And that's uh, happening at the Tokyo National Arts Center in uh, Roppongi. And that's well worth checking out. It's, it's, uh, it's something you don't often see in, in Japan, which is uh, installation art. So there's lots of uh, you know computer and video-driven kind of stuff. Mm. So some really interesting things like lots of interactive um, displays, you know, when, when you know touch sensors and things where you can you can change what's happening. So uh, it's usually incredibly crowded. So maybe go on a weekday, and it's also free. So it's well worth checking out. Nice. Chibos like it free. Yep. All right. Let's on, uh, on with the podcast. Onwards and upwards. Let's uh, tune in to uh, the recording I made with TJ at Ochinomizu. So here we are at Ochinomisu with uh, champion Muso Chibo TJ Eckelberg. That's right. We're at the guitar mecca of the universe. Of the Chibo universe. <laughs> the, the, Chibo the Tokyo universe. Chibo universe. That's right. So let's check out some deals. Okay. Let's have a right. look in high-end guitar pro shop. It sounds to me like it might not be the cheapest place on the planet. No, but let's use your uh, cheapo expertise to answer that question in full. Okay, here we go. That's the thing with with Japan, you get a lot of bargains or a lot of guitars that you just don't see anywhere else. Like these banos are really expensive, like you can't see them in very many places. But you can come to Ochana Mizu and you can see and play all of these guitars that you can usually only see uh, outside of the really, really big stores in America. Yeah. You can usually only see them, you know, one or two brands in specific places. Yeah, there's it, like, there's so a whole fano. section for Fanos here. Yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah, these six. That's exactly right. I've never even heard of Fano. That's how much of a cheapo I am. <laughs> I don't even know what that well, is. Well, 294,000 yen. That's the cheapest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Look at that. 398,000. This is certainly living up to its name as a high-end guitar shop. Sounds like Steve Vai or something in the background. Yeah, that's exactly. So I didn't hear that guy say, Irashai Messe or anything like that at all. No. That, mean, that means it's a proper kind of high-end guitar shop. Because you know most guitar shops in Europe you know, the staff can be a little bit arsy. Yeah. But for that arsy behavior to penetrate the Japanese hospitality, <laughs> it's just super arsy. That guy didn't even look at us. Yeah, no. He didn't even he, look at he, us. He wasn't talking to us at all. I mean, he knew, I guess he knew we just came in to kick the tires. Maybe, yeah. But what else would you do on a $3,000 guitar? Of course, you're going to kick tires. 
Yeah. As long as you don't kick the guitar. <laughs> yeah, so here we Let's go. Let's try this guy. This looks a lot cheaper. Yeah. And, and we've been welcomed in already. Yeah, big boss. Big boss. Awesome basses. So there's a Fender, Fender Japan there for 79,000. That's a pretty good deal. Fender Japan bass guitars. Pretty... 63. Pretty solid. Edwards guitars with ESP make Edwards or Edwards make ESP. I don't know which way you want to call it. You can only get Edwards in pretty much in Japan. Mostly made for the domestic market here. Um, grassroots is the same. It's kind of a budget end. Are you saying sure. that the Grassroots is a Japanese brand? They're pretty cheap. Yeah. 37 yeah. there. I just can't remember. I think they might be made in Korea. 37,000. The, the Japanese domestic 33,000 for one over there. But there's a, that's a beauty, 49,000 for a Fender Japan Tele. Oh, nice. That's a, that's a really, really good deal. Around, what, 400 euro, 380 euro for yeah. a Fender Japan Telecaster killer. Nice. Yeah. And once again, the selection is just stunning. You know, you've got all these guitars you're never going to see anywhere else. Look at this Edwards. Kind of crazy floral print. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's the great thing about Ochana Mizu. It's not just about the cheapest prices you can get. Things that you seriously wouldn't see anywhere yeah, else. Yeah. It's Van Zandt, Bronson, one thirty-nine thousand. They're like Van Zandt, this crazy Japanese maker. Most beautiful guitars, and it's a copy of like a Mustang, I think, a Fender Mustang. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. I'm liking the vibe a lot more in this place, and I'm liking the price tags a lot more as well. Yeah. But notice they've still got really high-end guitars. So yeah. I think just next door, they're just rude. You know, <laughs> like it's nothing to do with high-end. Like, look, you've got Collins here. They're 514. Thousands. Yeah, 514,000. You know, like now. it's big bucks. They're totally boutique American maker. And there's more than I've ever seen in one place in my life. And the Van Zandt, this it's killer. And you think for a Japanese guitar, 400,000 yen. I think, Jesus, how does that happen? But the guitars are just really beautifully made, in my opinion. That's what I would be buying if I had the money. Oh, look, there's a Jackson V. That's like the classic Megadeth uh, <laughs> Dave Mustaine guitar. This is a place to get kind of high octane yeah. metal guitars for sure. The 80s remnants, that's where they end up. Or Chinomisu <laughs> Big Boss guitars. Alright, well, let's, let's head outside. Cool. We're in the second hand special. Yeah, once you step into this place, you're talking serious, cheapo value for money. Like you have Bernie here, 15,000, Les Paul style. That's almost as cheap as my rent. <laughs> well, and they're good, they're good well-made guitars, you know. Fernandez sitting right next wow. to it for 16,000. STJ, so it's one of the Japanese Fernandez. Right. Old Charvel style, admittedly a bit dated. But oh, even, come on, 80s, good, time for an 80s resurgence. Good, good workhorse, you know, the Yamaha, 18,000. And they look brand new, that's a yeah. Japanese guitar, second hand. What's that sparkly Fender up there? This one? Yeah. That's beautiful, isn't it? 138,000, so it's 97. That would be, at, oh, it's USA. So, yeah, that's a good deal. About 1,000 euro, 138,000. And it's a really nice kind of bronze color, isn't it? Fender custom shop here. For 198,000, killer deal. I like this in Fender Japan there, 37. Yeah. Fender Japan is just smart second hand dollar 
you know, it's, it's just really good. What's it's a Fender Japan in Europe going to cost? Oh, I don't know, a thousand euro, easy. So yeah. this is like a seriously good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. a third of that price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're really good deals. And the quality of the make is just stunning. That's oh, look at 29. This yeah, this 72.55, which that's like a 1972 star strap, 29,000. You've got to be kidding. Yeah, that's good. So you've got a Greco here. Greco were one of the kind of lawsuit guitars, you know, in the 70s, uh, Gibson took a took a lawsuit against a couple of the main makers like Ibanez and mm -hmm. Bernie and stuff because they said that they were too close. Right. And when in reality they were much, actually much better than what Gibson was yeah. producing at the time. These brands, Bernie and Greco, Yamaha, they all, Tokai, they're all from that period. So, here's a cheaper question. If I yeah. wanted to spend up to 30,000, 20 would be good? Don't have to go all the way up to 30,000. And I'm, you know, like a crap cheaper guitarist. What, <laughs> what are you? What, what should I get? For? You should buy a Strat because they're the most uh -huh. ver versatile guitars, I yeah. reckon. That's a good deal. Tokai Silver Star, right? 32,000. That's cool. So like one of these Fender uh, Japans. Yeah, I would. I'd try and push it to one of the one of the Fender. Japan well, there's one twenty nine there. Yeah, that's the one I would buy for yeah. sure. Natural finished wood. Look at it. And it's probably going to keep its value as well. Yeah, it's certainly not going to go down. But th this is classic. It's it's exactly well made. Had a bit of wear on the fretboard. Oh yeah, the fretboard's a bit worn. Yeah. But it kind of like that. You know, if you're buying a used guitar, it needs a bit of a, a bit of love and care. But, but like if you're a cheapo and you just want something to play. That's right. You know, I haven't got any gigs booked yet. It's not going to get much of a return on investment. This More. is all Fenders here, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, all Fender Japan too. 47,000, 46,000. Yeah, there must be about 39, 50 Fender Japans. This is nice. so, you could, so I should just come here and just try out a load of these Fenders and yeah. hope one of the cheapo ones plays nice. If you're really into Les Pauls, because you know those are the two divides, aren't they? Yeah. Um, there's, there's just heaps of heaps of options. You can get these Grecos for around 45, 42 here for a Bernie, beautifully made. There's a Greco for 28. Bolt on, bolt on neck, you know? Blue joint handle, beautiful, man. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just get the Fernandez Love Driver. Yeah. So, we found the, uh, the American, American Fender section. Price is generally over 100,000 here. Yeah. It's on for 89. The thing about Japan is that because because the Japanese guitars are made here, mm. they tend to be a little bit more underrated. Yeah. Because the Japanese love things. Important you know, They want to get that the real Fender or. But you know, actually in terms of quality, the makers just spend so much time. Yeah. They're so very well made. It'd be better to buy a Japanese-made guitar. I think so. Yeah. I think you get better value for dollar. That's what cheapo is all about. Yeah. And behind you are the the bases. Now we're talking. Oh, this Ibanez, look at that, Roadstar series. So this is, yeah. it's, I think they're the 80s. That's yeah. the 80s with the massive humbuckers, 36,000. I don't know, that seems like a good deal to me. I'd have to hear it, but, geez. Aria Pro 2. Yeah, Aria Pro 2, they were good, well-made guitars. Greco bass, look at that. That's very cool. That's like a Les Paul style bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. 
When would you use jazz and when would you use a precision? They're both really famous. But, you know, precisions is that kind of older Motown sound. The PJ bass is, is, you know, this is like a precision jazz Because it's got the same middle pickups. Yeah, it's got the precision Jazz pickups. bass is normally just got those two That's horizontal right. ones. That's right. I don't know, different people prefer different things. I really love that bottom end thumb that you can get from a precision. Yeah, that's what I thought, a really nice warm bottom end. Yeah, it's really, really thick and you can get that out of a jazz if you, but you've got to kind of work it a little bit more, I think. Is it James Jamison was using a precision? Yeah. It's that old school kind of Donald Duck done kind of sound. There's a university here as well, isn't there? Yeah. Meiji Daigaku Senbutsu Kan. Cheap little restaurants that you can stop in on your way. Yeah. Cheapo um, uh, student steals. Yeah. I think this shop down here. Another big boss. One of the traps of Ochanam is that you need to be aware of is that it's not all different shops. Right, so there's a big boss, there's like six different big bosses here. Right. Right, and they're just really branches. They're like, here's another big boss. Yeah. Right, but this is a custom automate and repair. Yeah. Custom shop. This one is a big boss. Sound liner. And then next door, we've got another ESP guitar shop, right? The old guitar garage. VIP right? guitars. VIP guitars. But that's connected to the other one just up the road. Yeah. So what I think Ochanamizu is really great for is you can sometimes find these crazy bargains, but it's really good to get an idea of what guitars are worth. And then if you can hunt around, you can find your little, you know, out of the way secondhand guitar shop. You can get your crazy deals there. So this is a good place to study the prices, and then when you're swinging past some old mum and pop shop and you see a Fender yeah. Japan for Ichiman Yen, exactly. or whatever it is. Exactly. But I'm getting the sense that there's plenty of used Japanese guitars, which they're pretty good value, whatever. Mm. Whether it's like a super bargain or it's just a good deal. You're not going to go wrong here. Yeah, I don't think so. so I would take some of the high-end Japanese guitars over some of the high-end American guitars. Yeah. You know, like a Navigator or a Vanzant or, or the Fender um, Japan Custom Shop as well. Yeah. They make special guitars. Soundliner. These are cool, these little pedals. They're only, they're very small and they can fit on your micro pedals. Yeah, micro. And less than 100 euro, you know, 10,000 yen, 9,000 yen. Good deal. For me, the, the cool things are like weed, which you can't get anywhere else. You can't buy them out, outside of Japan. I guess it's one of the great things about shopping for music gear is all the terms are foreign terms. So if you can read Katakana, you can pretty much figure anything out. Yeah, yeah. Overdrive. Overdrive. Overdrive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Much easier Compressor. being with someone that can read Japanese. Yeah. So many cool things. Hotcake. What's a hotcake? Uh, hotcakes in New Zealand make. Crowder Audio. It's an overdrive. Overdrive with distortion. Overdrive. Well, it's filed in the overdrive section, so I should yeah. hope so too. What about wires? Are there any Japanese wire makers? Uh, yeah, the custom audio electronics, this is good. These are built for Jim Dunlop. I think it's some sort of tie-in with the Japanese makers. I'm not sure. MXR, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they're owned by Dunlop now. 22,000. You know, 
at the moment it's good value because the yen's dropped down um, considerably. The last section here is pretty dominated by car datings and Dunlop. But they do have this look. This is a little loudmouth. It's a volume pedal. Yeah. It's tiny, tiny, tiny. That's it's like a baby's cool. volume pedal. Yeah, like the volume AM2. pedal for toddlers. Yeah. And they, they, there is a watt here. That's 11,000. Here you go. It's a Japanese the girl. Wire. The Japanese girl bass wah. Right? Or the, or the Japanese girl. Is it actually called Japanese girl? It's actually called Japanese girl, yeah. <laughs> Japanese girl. Wah. Jet. JFET effects pedal and it's tiny look at that for a while that's ridiculous that's the why I want to get because I travel give so it to much. your daughter <laughs> my daughter wow I didn't know I had one 14,000 pretty good deal I'm cool Fuzz? Fuzz, yeah, yeah. Maybe fuzz. this is where I kind of kind of really gets me down yeah right because it's like F-U-A-Z-U I was thinking that's face but maybe it's fuzz yeah I think so. And it's, there's all these different types, like, you know, this is like a baby face, like a sun face, smaller, or, or a fuzz face, you know, um, and a shadow box, and what that is. And super bender, so it's a tone bender, there's an arbiter, oh, it tells you here, arbiter fuzz face. So they've got a copy for 30,000, 28,000, and then there's all these, like, bootleg, once again, jazz fuzz, Handmade in Tokyo, Tokyo and Osaka. Uh, Secondhand stuff over here. Yeah, where? Here. Ah, okay. So once again, oh look at this Fujiyama Drive. Right, number forty-one of fifty. Limited edition. It's one hundred and twenty thousand. What? How much is that? Thirty-six. Thirty-six thousand. Yeah, wow. Well, they started off at one twenty thousand though. So only 41. How cool is that? That's pretty. Maybe pretty, collectible. Well, pretty freaking collectible. Clear game. I don't know what that is. That's unusual. Find it and find out. Yeah. What's this FTR? Honda Soundworks. 12,000. Wonder what it does. <laughs> Fab 8. Wow. It's 34,000. Yeah. Must be something good about that. It's good. Very funky. Yeah. There's an Ampeg down there. 53,000. Oh, Is yeah. that a bass amp? Yeah, yeah. 20,100. That's pretty good, dude. That's, that's really cheap. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like an Ampeg practice amp or something? Yeah, yeah, just a little bass practice amp for 100 bucks. Nice. Bucks. Great deal. What amps right. are made in Japan? What amps? Well, well, Yamaha, obviously, pretty famous, pretty famous. Um, Those tube heads? Um, yeah, they're, they're, no, they're, they're actually little amps. They're like little I mean, practice amps. Big... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, got they've actually got a speaker in them. Well. Compact. They're like, and they've got digital se section. Yeah. We're looking at the THR, the Yamaha THR 10, THR 5. They're very cute. Good for, good for practice. You know, Yamaha own Vox as well. Right. So the great English amp maker is yeah. actually owned by Japanese and they're produced in China. Yeah. So they do have limited number of stuff that's, that's um, produced here. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know there's so many amps made here anymore. I don't tend to see so many. Right. Gaia Tone was a famous 
famous Japanese amp maker yeah. that, that you can still see them second hand here every so often. But this place, the big, the big thing is the pedals. There's just so many. Yeah. Look at this Walrus Audio. Twenty-three thousand. It looks. It's a fuzz box. Reckon, yeah, fuzz box. I'd, I'd love to hear that. Just, there's plenty of options. There's a whole pile of uh, bass amps. Mark bass. Yeah, Mark bass is Italian. They're made in Italy. But you've got like, you know, I don't know how many. You've got the complete range here by the looks of things. As well as, you know, Ashton, Basshead, Aguilar, Galen Kruger, Marcus Miller, special edition there. And head cabinets. Galen Kruger heads. Along with an Avalon direct box there. That's like a, an input. Yeah, like a recording uh, preamp. Recording preamp, yeah. And that's. Just forty nine, eight hundred, fifty five thousand. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I price them in. I price in Berlin. That U five was five hundred fifty, six hundred euro. So here it's forty nine thousand eight hundred. Yeah, so that's about, a steal. Yeah, forty like four hundred euro. Maybe less. Tiny Terra, forty seven thousand. Someone, you know, these were again around that same price, around six hundred euro. Oh, yeah. Five fifty euro. So that's about yeah. two thirds. Deals to be had for sure. Here's your little mini Ampeg stack. Stack, yeah. Practice stack. <laughs> and I, I really love the this 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 is what I was thinking of buying. Fender Pro Over Junior here, Pro Junior Three, yeah, fifty-three thousand. So I've seen them cheaper than that here. Actually, I've seen. I think you can get them as low as thirty-eight thousand. And you can gig with that. Yeah, it's pretty loud. They're like 15, 20 watts. Yeah. I think 15 watts, yeah. It's pretty loud. I usually find that... Quite compact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of gorgeous, isn't it? It's not like it's your not... good old twin, which you need four men to carry. I know, and which can never turn above one. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're doing, you know, your massive gigs. So, the Mesa Boogie here, right? I, I just sold mine secondhand for 850 in Berlin, 850 euro. And um, they were new, they were 1200, 1250. And here it's 9,800. Wow, that's really good. That's, that's, that's less than deal. what you sold yours for. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it's gonna keep its value. So I could have just sold it in Berlin, and bought it come here. over here and bought it, and I would be ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. In general, that that is kind of, you know, there's a lot of good deals here. Yeah, you're really uh, selling Ocean or Mizu as a place ah, to pick up gear. I, I think Japan is a great place because they, they love guitars. I mean, that's the fundamental. You know, they love music, they love making things, and they've got a really high, like, they've got a really high attentiveness mm. to making things well. Mm. So even when you talk to people in the shop, they're going to tune the guitar, they're going to sit with you, they're going to yeah. talk to you, if you want them to talk to you, and they're going to let you know what it is because they get excited about it. You know. Much better than the uh, nonchalant brush off you get in most music stores in the rest of the world. Yeah, look, you're not good enough. That's exactly right. To buy anything. Here. I mean, I've had a bit of like, <laughs> I've had a bit, of, a bit of like in Denmark Street. You yeah. know, like that. Occasionally, you get, you get some nice in people London, in London. London. Yeah, but uh, definitely in Berlin, definitely in Sydney. I, it's pretty hard work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only thing that's going to be a problem here, the only stumbling block. Is it if you don't know if you don't know Japanese and you can't speak, 
people are going to be hesitant to talk to you because they don't want to be embarrassed and they don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, so that it is good but to have these guys to have been in. coming up to us yeah. trying to get us yeah. to try stuff. That's right. And, and we've been sat here plowing away in English. Yeah. And, and maybe really, you and me in the background really nice. is giving them some false <laughs> sense of confidence. <laughs> that's right. She, she, uh, she gives them the idea that we could, we could get by. But I've always found it a really pleasant experience and I've, yeah. I've always been on my own. So, so. basically, Ochino Music gets a big cheapo tick. Yeah. Seal of approval. Absolutely. From the muso himself, T.J. Eckelberg. <laughs> yeah, I think if you want to do some serious guitar shopping, start here in Tokyo, and then you can always come back. Marvellous. Well, I'm going to cut us short here. Thanks for joining us, T.J. Thank you very much. First, what many, a pleasure. Well, no, this isn't even the first. This is the third <laughs> episode you dropped in on. Let's rock. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yes, well, splendid. That was uh, our... Audio Cheapo Guru's Guide to Ochino Mizu. So that's about it for this week. Thanks again for joining in. And uh, uh, I was just going to say tune in next time yes. for, for more Cheapo adventures. Indeed. And give us a review on iTunes. We need some more five-star reviews. Yeah, please. Yeah, be nice to us. Yeah. All right, Cheapos, catch you next time. See you around. Dogs, cheap hotels, cheap holidays, cheap sumo, cheap salads. Another amazing podcast magic production.